Hey there, Dr. Brian McKay, Core Health and Darian. Today, we're going to talk about intermittent fasting. Is it good or bad for you? Well, there's going to be conflicting advice out there. So let's let's start with the let's start with the bad. Let's give you the bad news first today. If you are type two diabetic, you really need to check with your doctor. Okay, intermittent fasting is a wonderful way to lose weight, manage uh, your your blood sugar. Um, It's it's phenomenal, but you got to understand you are in a a disease state as it is. And the last thing you need to do is complicate that any further. So if you are type two diabetic, perhaps, well, not perhaps your best interest is to get yourself checked out. Talk to your endocrinologist. And the reason I say endocrinologist is that, you know, insulin's a hormone. Um, these people are more specialized than a GP. I mean, off the top, you would think, hey, it's fantastic. Take, uh, you know, get yourself some, you know, lose some weight, you know, feel better, sleep better, all the benefits we know about intermittent fasting, but it's not necessarily true for diabetics. So, because in, in some sense, uh, intermittent fasting might produce hypoglycemia, which is too low blood sugar um, in the body. So, just caution: if you're type two diabetic, you need to see a doctor before you go about um, starting the program. I don't want to see anybody get hurt, do any damage to themselves as it is. And again, if your your primary care doctor maybe they're um, they're really up on stuff, they are great. Then you could then take take all their advice, but. Do not take advice from me if you're intermittent. Here's my advice. If you're intermittent fasting and you're type 2 diabetic, don't. Go see your doctor first. I know it's kind of the easy way out of a, of a tough question, but, you know, it is it is the buzzword these days. Intermittent fasting, intermittent fasting, 16-8, 16-8. So easy to do. Um, but let's, let's see how it affects on the, say you're not, say you're pre-diabetic, okay? Um, Intermittent fasting affects insulin. How it does is insulin makes fat. So the more insulin you make, the more fat you store. And during intermittent fasting, the periods where you're not eating, the body has time to lower its insulin levels, which increases the fat storing process, okay? You stop storing fat, you stop burning it. Um, I've heard it takes about 12 hours to deplete the liver of glycogen. That's uh, the converted carbohydrate that gets stored as energy in the liver. When that happens, it's going to go into uh, it's into your fat stores. You're not going to see a precipitous drop in weight, but it's more something over time you will see it. Um, so basically, when your insulin levels drop, the process goes in reverse, and you lose weight. Okay? So intermittent fasting has major benefits in insulin resistance. It can lead to impressive reduction in blood sugar levels. Um, it, you know, it, it's it's just it's just that it's a fantastic you know way to go about you know go about cutting that blood sugar. Blood sugar, um, high blood sugar will definitely increase the oxidation, which is the aging of your cells and body, puts you into inflammatory state. You know, and intermittent fast is probably one of the best diets to help your cells respond to insulin. You know, your cells respond by receiving glucose from your bloodstream. This gives you the energy you need, and what you don't use, it's, it gets stored as fat. So you definitely want to um, 
yeah, yeah. You, de you definitely want to be in that intermittent fan. It's real simple. 16 hours off, eight hours on. Um, you know, I guess, you know, sometimes people lose some hair. That's actually one of the few. It's kind of a rare thing, but, you know, you definitely want to lose. Well, you did make your mind up. You'd rather be fat or bald. Um, I guess if you're – it's a tough question. You know, everybody wants to be perfect. But you have to consider this is, uh, you know, some of the some of the things, some of the questions we get here at uh, Core Health, you know, is is definitely a little bit different. Um, you know, so a couple different ways to do it. Women don't need as need the uh, sixteen eight. I think they can go fourteen, you know, fourteen and ten, and still do do pretty good. It's not a um, it's not it's not a terrible difference. And you know, but again, this is a lifestyle more so than a, than a diet. So you really want to make sure you're, you're, you're upfront about that with people and look at a new lifestyle. It could be the new you, you know, minus a few dress sizes or a few uh, waist sizes. So it's, it's really, it really is that good. And let me tell you why. Some of the, some of the I mean, I guess what people don't really realize is that your, your blood work, um, your A1C, which kind of tells you how sticky your blood is or how viscous, you know, you don't want your blood thick like, uh, like oil for your car. But, you know, that, that's one of the benefits is some of the numbers that you're going to see after doing the diet for several months. I, I, you're not going to see it that quickly, but you're going to see decreased level of triglycerides and the bad cholesterol. And you should also probably see, besides the weight loss, you're going to receive, you won't really see a reduction in insulin resistance. It's more just how you feel otherwise. Uh, your body's not going to have to work as hard, but you're going to have reduced blood pressure. So it's kind of a... It's kind of easy. I mean, now there is a variation where people would uh, fast like, completely um, for one to two days a week as well. So as they call it in, you know, it's called the five-two diet. And the five-two diet that means you're going to be fasting. You know, you're, you're going to maintain your fast, and you will drop weight a lot quicker with this. I can tell you that much. Where you fast, you know, for five days and two days, you you really go down to zero calories, um, and those days could be, you know. In, in order or, you know, apart, but it's, it's type of way if you really want to drop weight, you got a wedding to go to, uh, a reunion, something you really want to impress people, you really may want to consider the 5-2 things, uh, the 5-2 type of, uh, you know, intermittent fasting. There's going to be tons, um, you, know, it, you know, actually, let's, 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 let's go back. I mean, one of the better things is, you know, if you're having um, – if you have, if you have like, you know, you're pre-diabetic. Pre-diabetic is basically when your blood sugar is over 100 to 126. 126, you really are in a diabetic state. Now, there's going to be people argue with what's the normal on that level. But, um, you know, again, it depends on who your doctor is. But um, it really is more of, a, I guess, a way to prevent, you know, to prevent diabetes from coming on because you're not going to burn out these uh, – islets of Langerhaus, which are cells in the pancreas that help produce the insulin. So, you, you know, this is a, is a lifespan. All of a sudden, you, you just don't, you can't produce anymore. As insulin, as you well know, or should know, is a hormone and tells the body when to store fat, you know, to con and helps convert, you know, tells the brain to, you know, tell the, the brain tells the body when to convert carbs to fat to store it for another day. So it's, it's pretty effective for you know, staying, staying off of it, you know, stay, to avoid, you know, diabetes. I think everybody, 
is pretty should be scared of diabetes because it's it's bad news. I mean, diabetes is gonna mess you up. The you know diabetes and heart. I mean, you can watch TV and see the guy, the, the fat people on the I lowered my cholesterol by eating uh, honey nut Cheerios. Well, um, I'll sell you I'll sell you a bridge if you really believe that one. But for the most part, I mean, it, the way intermittent fasting, some things will happen in your in your body. The insulin levels drop, you know, and that makes it easier to burn fat. Hands down, more insulin, harder to burn. Um, there are suggestions that the blood levels of the growth hormone increase exponentially, and the higher levels of, of growth hormone in your body, um, we talk about muscle gain, you know, better performance, um, fat burning. So that's a, that's a pretty uh, good argument. I'm, I'm talking about people who aren't diabetic, okay? And again, the, the pre-diabetics or somebody who just wants to stay healthy. And I'm sure it's going to slow down the aging process because, you know, you know, not necessarily the aging process from your face, but internally. And again, the less, the less you know, oxidative stress you have on the body, the more it's going to perform better, you know? So the other thing too is you, you're going to get a better cellular response in that um, cells, cells are working constantly. They're getting, you know, moving nutrients in, moving the garbage out, moving nutrients in, moving the garbage out. And it becomes more efficient. So the body becomes much more, you know, much more. Now, there is a suggestion in studies. I, I, I haven't read the studies, but, you know, the report is that um, several genes and molecules related to longevity, are, which are protection against disease, that you'll see in uh, a stronger gene expression, and that's that's a whole complicated thing to you know you know to get in, but I mean, so understand your insulin levels drop and human growth hormone increases. I mean, I I think a while it wasn't that long ago that HGH human growth hormone was a diet. You know, you you, you can it was probably all over the internet. As a matter of fact, if you just type in HGH diet, you know, these people are, you know will whether injecting themselves with HGH or going to their, you know, the, the weight loss doctors to do that. And, you know, it's not, it, it's pretty drastic to bring in, you know, extra, you want, you want to stimulate hormone production naturally. So, you know, look forward to these benefits. You can lose weight and belly fat. You know, that, that's, that's, you know, and here's how. You're going to eat fewer meals. You know, and the only thing is you really can't compensate by eating tons more. So it's not like a license to, it's not a license to eat more when you come off. It's almost like you got to eat, eat smarter because, hey, you still need your vegetables. You still need sort of, you know, your protein. And uh, carbohydrates, well, we all know carbohydrates are not going to be that good for you. But if you get a better balance when you're in the uh, – when you are breaking your fast, you're going to see um, you know, see some, some really good improvements. You know, now here's another really important thing to consider is – you can raise the, you know, this, again, I'm, I'm quoting other people's studies. You can increase your metabolic rate by like three and a half to 14%. When that happens, you're going to burn more calories, okay, which means think of a furnace burning, um, burning more fuel, okay, but the fuel is coming from your fat stores, not from, uh, which, which is really what you want it to come from, at least, at least, at least I do. Um, so th there's... The thing too is, you, again, let's, you're not going to lose weight overnight. It just doesn't happen. And if you're patient about it, you're going to see the results. Now, the good thing, 
it's, it's just give it time, but it's a healthier way to lose weight. I mean, you go on a diet real quickly and lose weight, what happens? You know it's going to come back. You know, it's, if it's just a water weight alone that you lost and you get that tremendous drop on the scale, well, boom, here's your way of, you know, it ain't, like I said, this is a much better way, you know, and lose that belly fat. We all, well, now the summer's uh, close to, well, half over, you know. So it's, it's um, again, let's, I want to touch back on lowering the risk of type 2 diabetes. You know, the type 2 is rampant. You want to avoid it. Um, it, it helps with uh, insulin resistance and can reduce the blood sugar levels. Cannot state the importance of that enough, you know. And your, your blood sugar, your fasting blood sugar typically in studies are shown to be reduced by three to six percent. Well, that doesn't like, you know, it's not going to get you into heaven. Well, if you if you don't take care of your blood sugar, you might begin to heaven a little bit sooner. But the uh, the fasting insulin has been reduced up to twenty to thirty percent. That's a big number. So this is something you can't see, feel, or touch. But that means you're you're operating a lot, a whole lot better. Um, you know, and the other thing too to consider is diabetes really affects the kidneys. Um, you go to dialysis units, and a lot of those people are diabetics. And then also, too, not to scare you off the diabetic thing, but uh, maybe it should scare you. How many people are losing limbs to amp- you know, amputation because of, you know, the, the, this, the problems that are related to diabetes? It happens enough, and you should be concerned about it. I mean, put down that cigarette and put away that Hershey bar. You know, get out there on the exercise bike or just walk around. Um so it's a, it's been fasting can be a protective mechanism by reducing insulin um, and also to you know bring down blood sugar levels and blood sugar levels again you can see that in, in a blood test at fasting you know if you do it over a period of three to four months I would imagine it's safe to say three to six percent while again it doesn't sound like a lot um, you know it's it's significant you know and, and I mentioned before about oxidative stress. Oxidation is just simply very easy to understand. You cut an apple open and you leave it on the side of your sink or on a plate. You see it turn brown. That's oxidation. The cells are dying. So that protective uh, skin is now broken and you can see it dying. And that's what happens to our bodies. Probably not that quickly, thank God. Uh, But you have to understand oxidative stress and inflammation. And you're going to hear inflammation more and more because these drive a lot of common diseases so you really need to keep your inflammation down inflammation like hearts inflamed if, if you're in uh, you're, you're, if your arteries are inflamed you're going to accumulate more more placking of the arteries you know and, and placking is not coming from fat it's coming from the carbohydrates more so than anything else so you know intermittent fasting is going to help with you know to, to, to lower oxidative stress pretty good you know, inflammation reduced. Pretty strong argument for it. Again, if you're diabetic, you're type two diabetic, you really, really have to check with your doctor. Do not, do not take this. I'm not. It's my, like I said earlier, don't talk to your doctor. Talk to your endocrinologist. Find somebody who's knowledgeable about the subject and get their advice after they see your blood work. You need to do that. And how? You know, there's other risk factors too. You know, between, you know, the cholesterol, triglycerides, inflammatory markers, all of these things affect your heart. So if you're concerned about heart disease, and you should be because it's a, you know, 
world's biggest killer is heart disease, you know, know that intermittent fasting helps blood pressure, cholesterol level, triglycerides, inflammatory markers, and oxidative stress. So what else can it do for you? Um, all right, here we're going to get a little autophagy, A-U-T-O-P-H-A-G-Y. Um, what happens when you're fasting, you're going to get the garbage out of your cells quicker, okay? Um, and the suggestion here is that it's going to help um, provide protection. It's not going to prevent you from ever getting it, but it can provide additional protection against cancer and Alzheimer's. I think that's some of the stuff you really have to be concerned with is, you know, cancer and Alzheimer's is, is devastating. De I mean, well, it, it's, but what happens is if you get the garbage out, when the cells become gunked up and they're not working properly because they're not receiving the, the neurotransmitters, which are hormones, um, but the fasting, intermittent fasting, triggers a metabolic pathway called autophagy, which removes waste material from the cells and it ramps it up. You know, so what happens is you're able to, you know, get rid of the bad stuff in the cells. You metabolize the waste or the dysfunctional proteins that build up in cells over time. And that's going to help reduce a lot of, uh, you know, it's going to make you a hell of a lot healthier. You know, it's not, again, it's not something you can see, feel, or touch. But, you know, over a period of time, you start feeling better. People start noticing that you'll, you'll, you'll definitely feel better. You know, I guess I got to throw one in here. Sleeping is definitely going to get better. Your sleeping is going to get a whole lot better um, when you when you do intermittent fasting. So it, it may help prevent cancer. That's a big, big, you know, animal studies are where we're at with that. It's not a, uh, you know, it's so why? So just know intermittent fasting has been shown to help prevent cancer in animal studies. Um, some suggestion it reduces the side effects caused by chemotherapy. So what else is left? Well, intermittent fasting is good for your brain. It's good for the body. It's good for the brain. Your brain develops plaques um, at night when you don't get that garbage out of the cells and it turns into amyloid plaques that uh, showed to be uh, around in people's brains on autopsy, um, as well autopsy, but also through imaging in the brain of people with Alzheimer's or uh, you know, some of those neurodegenerative diseases. So you're reducing the oxidative stress, reducing inflammation, reducing the blood sugar, increasing insulin resistance. It is vital for brain health. So what's the argument against it? Um, well, actually, you know, one of my last, uh, one of my, uh, last podcasts was about BDNF, brain-derived neurotrophic factor. And so it stimulates... That, that's a mice study, okay? They haven't done it in humans yet, but it's um, pretty helpful, you know, and, and the mice and the animal studies also shows that it can uh, protect the brain against damage due to strokes. So I think you got enough information here to arm yourself. Takeaway, type 2 diabetic, you go check with your doctor. Don't take Dr. Brian's advice, please. I'm Dr. Brian McKay, core health and Darian. No, went a little long today, but hopefully you get the ideas. Look into it. It's so simple to follow. You don't have to pay anybody anything to lose weight. Um, and, and try intermittent fasting. It can change your life for the better and will change your life for the better, especially if you stick to it as a lifestyle. So let's not call it intermittent fasting diet, intermittent fasting lifestyle. Thanks very much. Brian McKay, Core Health Darian. I'm a chiropractor. If you have any questions, 
Thank you for listening. Have a great day and start your fast.